It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. They really did it. Welcome into the PHNX Cardinals post-game show brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook. Be sure to like, subscribe, leave us a five-star wherever you get your podcast. I'm Johnny Venerable, Damian Anderson, the great Frank Sanders here at the PHNX Studios in downtown Phoenix. We're going to hear from Bo Brock at State Farm Stadium because the Arizona Cardinals upended the New Orleans Saints on Thursday night football Cliff Kingsbury gets his first 40 burger as the head coach of the Cardinals. We see it in the chat. Welcome, everybody. Be sure to smash that like button. Post-game show and DA didn't play their best football, but got the dub nonetheless. Yeah, you got to be happy, guys, with just feeling Thursday night. You knew it was a quick week, and it, it was all the recipes for success. I mean, New Orleans was kind of down with some injuries. Yeah. It played right into the Cardinals' hands, and talk about that defense – Bailing the offense out again. I mean, that could well, be the, the thing. In yeah. the first half, the defense kind of took the second fair, half off. Fair, fair, fair enough. But it was great. It was a lot of good things. Obviously, the defense, the pick sixes, D-hop. I know that we're going to get into all of that, Frank. But just having Hop back on the field, I think his presence was the present. <laughs> Look, 16 targets. That many times you find a way to get a man the ball that you know you trust. You believe in what he brings to the table. The entire offense looked like it was different tonight. Yeah. And, uh, look, it's it's an exciting night for the Cardinals, man, just to have one of their star players back. But not only that, to watch him go out and make plays and dominate the game the way he did himself personally, but then to watch how everything else came together. The passing game opened up the running game. Then the running game began to dominate. Of course, thank God that we had a defense that gave us some points, uh, went out and scored and put some points on the board to help the offense get to that point. It's great to see CDH410 in the chat says much needed therapy. Thank you. We're here yes. to provide that therapy, the winning therapy here on Thursday Night Football. This is the Arizona Cardinals' first home victory since last October against the Houston Texans. So not quite a calendar year. They get that monkey off their back. They move to 3-4. and four. Now they have roughly 10 days before they go to Minnesota to take on the Vikings. This was a game, gentlemen, you absolutely had to have. Andy Dalton, Dennis Allen, as you mentioned, a bunch of injuries to the Saints team. Cardinals do not look right yet offensively, but the presence of DeAndre Hopkins alone, plus I thought the tough running of Eno Benjamin you know, and you your know. boy Keontae, Keontae Ingram, that was the difference maker for them. I agree. Just the ability to get those yards early. We saw Eno break off a run. We saw Keontae make some great plays after the catch. Yep. And just having that balance and coupled with having Hop out there on the perimeter, we saw Cliff moving him around with different sets. Frank, we talked about that, mm -hmm. that three by one. We even saw some bootleg today yeah uh, we didn't see many passes but we saw those wrinkles that maybe cliff was holding back 
because D Hop wasn't on the foot on the field. But I think that this is more the style of the Arizona Cardinals that we're accustomed to with them going out there and scoring a lot of points. I feel better about it, but I also know that it's context and that it's the Saints. It was a game, Johnny, that, that we would say that they're supposed to win. Well, I also think that Thursday night, you just you try to get out with a W and move on. Mm-hmm. These games are ugly. We've seen it. They've been ugly on the offensive side tonight, ugly on the defensive side, Frank Sanders. But it's you take your you take your chips, you leave the casino, <sighs> you right? Do. You don't allow yourself to think about style points. No, you really don't. We we, we did enough to in order to walk away with the victory. Um, but here was, was here's some beautiful things we can think about. Yeah, we looked good. Like the defense went out and made plays. They yep. put points on the board right Correct. when you thought that you needed to, you needed points. We got the points. Um, we scored again in the in the first quarter. Things that we've talked about making the adjustments that we had seen. Three, for the last as you four would say, five, Frank, three parents. Three points. In the three points, right. It, it, it was it not was a touchdown. It's still <laughs> what, Johnny, 48 to 8 or something like that? Yeah, f- they've, they've been outscored in the first quarter, I think, 40-plus to 6. They have okay. not scored a first-quarter touchdown, wow. which makes the 42 points that they scored all impressive. the more alarming yeah. and impressive. <laughs> impressive. But, yeah. I mean, it, two of those yeah. came from the defense. Marco I'm Wilson. Mad. I'm impressed. Isaiah Simmons back-to-back pick sixes. It was a thing of beauty. Yeah, it was. And then the second half, gentlemen, we saw – a little bit more comfort from Kyler Murray throwing the football, DeAndre Hopkins, and then Eno Benjamin, 12 for 92 on the ground, 7.7 yards per carry. Cody Ford and Billy Price doing a nice nice job up front. Zach Ertz making some tough catches. It wasn't pretty. It hasn't been pretty all year, but you want to grind out these W's when you can, and and you try to keep yourself in a position like they are now at 3-4 and to be in the conversation. Cliff still sucks, according to Scott Jay. A lot of people feel that way. Edwin Bramble in the chat is Eno RB1. He is right now. James Conner, I would imagine, mm-hmm. was close to playing tonight. DA gets 10 days off, but Eno's in the rotation the rest of the year. For sure. I think that he demonstrated that he needs to be on the football field. Guys, but we've seen this before, and the only thing that Eno can control is what he does with his opportunities. And yep. we've seen him continue to be successful, guys like himself as well as Keontae, and just their ability to go out there and have those spark or momentum plays i think Mm -hmm. that's the most important thing for that offense because they've been stagnant i think kyler's had up until today had the longest play of that 42 yard run uh last week and coupled with eno's play uh today just hops presence on the field like when was the last time we saw kyler just throwing rhythm throw back back shoulder back shoulder receivers Mm -hmm. and just feel comfortable out there with a guy that he knew that he could trust and we saw like a little bit of you know maturity on the field between he and Hop. I mean, maybe not so much, but that's just the emotions of the game, Frank, of that back and forth with Kyler and Cliff. You know what I mean? Like that 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 was interesting wrinkle as well. So if you missed that, I don't know how you did, but we're gonna play it anyway. The engagement between Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray, I believe this was in the second quarter. Look at K1 getting after Cliff Kingsbury. This Ooh. was earlier. Or excuse me, after Kyler went up to Cliff and said, calm the fuck down uh, as they were attempting to punch the ball into the red zone. I don't know what Cliff Kingsbury was saying. I'm sure they're going to get asked about it. I, I like seeing that from my quarterback, Frank Sanders. He's, he's yeah. committed. He cares. He wants to win. Look, this is losing sucks. For sure. That's it, right. I mean, what, like it sucks for you guys and it sucks. It sucks for us just as much. And I think that when you see that passion on the football field again, it's a, it, it, it changes the narrative of guys see what's going on. Men will argue and they will disagree. And if you do it on the football field in the right way, you still can you still can you still can move forward and still get back in rhythm with what you was doing on offense. And we had a chance to see that with this team. I don't mind the energy. I think that Kyler's taking all the initiative under all the initiative and all the weight of everyone saying that how bad Cliff looks, how bad the offense looks, 
And if we're not winning, it's all about our $243 million man. Guess what? Yeah. He's taking ownership of that. And if, if and that's what you want out of your that's what you want out of your quarterback to take yeah. ownership of the wins and the losses. And he gets the ball in his hand if he and if he does a good job with it, they have they give himself a chance. Niner fans, get out of the chat. Niner fans for life. No, no, no. We're not going to talk about the 49ers gross overpay for Christian McCaffrey. We're talking about this dub. He, he just robbed him, Johnny. Did he rob? Did he? He, he, he tried. He's trying. But I mean, <laughs> no, go ahead. But, but yeah, but I, I think that to your point, Frank, I feel as though that that was a situation where Kyler was like. I got this. Like I, I play quarterback. Like you know, just coach Cliff. Yeah. Like calm down, just coach. Like I know what I'm doing. Like I've been in these situations before. Trust me. Like I trust you. You know, and you get heated in those games. And I'm sure he got the op. Hey man, throw me the ball. In the, you know what I mean? <laughs> in the corner, trying to get opportunities to get calm the down, ball. Don't get mad. I'm, yeah. o- I'm open though. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm, exactly. I'm always I'm open, open if you have a problem with always twenty four seven seven eleven. Can we just talk about something? Because DeAndre Hopkins makes a bunch of money, and he was hurt last year. He was suspended this year. He's got a cap hit, gentlemen. $30 million next year. And I know a lot of people, myself included, speculate, are the Cardinals going to pay him? And then you watch this team without him and you watch him tonight. It's like, of course they're going to pay him that How money. can you not? Uh, yeah, like this yeah. team is literally broken offensively unless number 10 is in your lineup. He is a savior for this offense. And I think Kyler Murray is a damn good quarterback. And I think he's going to have a much better second half. But a big part of that is because of the presence of... <laughs> Of number 10. So we talked about the offense. Let's flip the script. Let's look at the defense. Again, it's hard to contextualize the defense as a whole. No sacks tonight. They gave up four touchdown passes to Andy Dalton, but they also picked him off three times, had two pick sixes before the end of the half. Frank, what would you grade the defense tonight? I, I give him a uh I give him a B, A yeah. minus, okay. sort of. And I and I it, there's nothing to take away from it because here's what happens. In the second half, when you watch a team, when you get such a big league, you don't want to lose the league. So you kind of do certain things. The, their offense became kind of one-sided, and it was both, basically they were going to sit in the shotgun and try to get down the football field to score points, find some rhythm that they could. Um, and they did, but our offense, our defense mentality was to bend, don't break. Don't give up the big play. They had an opportunity, a couple opportunities um, that you know the Saints missed on. But I'll, I'll give the overall part was it set the tone. They set, the, they set the tone in the mindset of what kind of game it was going to be. A short week of play. Yeah. This is an opportunity. We got two four, two teams that are two and four, and you have to realize that it takes about four days to get your body to recover. Yeah. And you're on a, short, a very that's short a week, point. about three days to walk in there, and you have to pound against another team that's hungry and desperate themselves, and they, they need this win just as much. But guess what? Our defense made some points, man, put some points on the board, and by doing that, that kind of that that took, took the took – the, Took the edge off the offense, and they can just go ahead and call their offensive plays like they like they needed. I to. just don't know how you have two pick sixes at the end of the half and not think the game's over if you're the defense and just kind of roll into the second half. We didn't practice this week. I don't feel like tackling somebody. We feel like this game is over, and I'm not making excuses, but I also know this defense balled their asses off the last three weeks. Like I'm kind of okay with the second half performance. It doesn't bother me. I don't. I don't think that you could be upset i think yeah. i think one would be yeah. foolish too because if you don't if you take away those two pick sixes what's the score of the game what happens to the arizona cardinals they probably so, lose this game no i'm just saying like yeah. i mean just do it the math it's basic the narrative you can change it absolutely, offense, it, it absolutely call plays. changes every it changes aspect everything. of the game All so if you look at those big spark momentum plays that you see you saw we saw by the secondary today like that changed to me the momentum yeah. the trajectory trajectory of the game because it enabled kyler 
uh, Cliff to get comfortable yeah. in mm-hmm. those situations like that, where he, you're you know you're winning in first and second down. You know you you're you're feeling comfortable with the plays that you're calling. So to me, I give Vance a solid A minus in company. I think in the past, the last couple of games, the defense was saving. I mean, Vance was saving the defense. I think with the plays that they made today, the defensive players saved Vance. That's yeah, very good. Absolutely. Well stated. Well yeah. stated. Well, and I also think, you know, at the end of the day, you have to give them props for forcing turnovers when they hadn't been. They had, I think, three yeah. t- turnovers or takeaways leading into this game. They had three picks in the first half. Two of them were returned for touchdowns. Antonio Hamilton had a pick of Andy Dalton in the end zone. No sacks today. But again, went a lot of different ways in the NFL. And the offense won today by running the football. They had 137 yards on the ground, 4.7 yards per tout. Keontae Ingram was great. You know, Benjamin was great. How would you guys contextualize Kyler Murray today? I, I would probably go B to B plus. Can definitely play better, but definitely a, an improvement over last week. Yeah, I mean, he just looked compo- composed. I would just give him a solid B. Yeah. Where, I mean, he managed the offense. He got first downs and made throws when he needed to. He didn't do anything crazy or force the ball, right, like we saw last mm-hmm. week and, we- and weeks prior. So, <clears> I mean, <throat> he didn't necessarily need to be electric. It was some scary moments there because we know that we always talk about, obviously, Kyler's an intricate point of this team yeah. and this offense but when he got up limping you know off the field everybody I, I'm sure was holding their breath mm-hmm. but just knowing that D Hop Kyler was out there he just looked comfortable today and I like I said I'll give him a solid B because they were able to get the dub well and they got Greg Dorch involved in the goal line yeah. and he made his I'm catch. still here thank Frank. goodness he's right? like hey I'm still here y'all but not only that he looks like he's re- he's ready yes. yeah if you look at his Twitter all throughout the entire week or the last couple of weeks it's been like one little word or one emoji or a, 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 a biblical verse right behind it. Yeah. And he's like, I'm just waiting my turn. Yeah. I, I made the team, which was the most important part. I'm getting my check, yeah. which is the most important part. All and, well. then, and then they, they know exactly what I could do while they while they work through their situation. Yeah. So I'll take that. I like the B. Um, what I, that we gave Kyle, that DA gave Kyle, I like that. I think that. But I, I think that what we can see is that. Kyler's learning how teams are attacking him. Yeah. They're getting in the wide technique on the wide side. Yep. They always have a spy between a D lineman spy or a linebacker that's spying him, and they're trying to keep him in the pocket. So he can't really just get outside the pocket. Yep. We see when he try to force it and yeah. what happens, it just looks bad. He's running away from the guy, running back, and that doesn't look good. So I think that's it's, – But, it's, Frank, as a you fan, you're 240 million. You better, better be able to get outside. Our, our offense is not setting it up. Defenses will not well, let him do that because his, he's dangerous on the outside. I'm not going to make excuses, but now they're going to get 10 days, 10 more practices Huge. plus Huge. with DeAndre Hopkins and Robbie Anderson mm-hmm. as your number one and your number two. Like that. You know, I, I think we've all been in unison. Like Greg Dorch needs to play maybe more than Rondell Moore. I mean, Rondell Moore had the catch and run in the first half, didn't really do much. You can argue about his usage. We'll see – this should not be a receiver problem. They've got the horses no. at receiver. I thought the offensive line played better probably than their stats indicate. I know Kyler was sacked twice, but he held the ball a long time. He held the today, ball twice. Too long. <laughs> so, I I mean, and they're playing with paper mache up front. Billy Price is a backup. Cody yeah. Ford, who I think is probably going to start, but is a backup to Justin Pugh's on IR. Like, I, I just think that can we get Robbie, can we get DeAndre and Kyler together to get into a rhythm? for the second half stretch push. And I think we're going to get that. This is what you will. I will say this respectfully as a wide receiver. And I'm <laughs> those are the, those are the receivers in, the, in that locker room. Y'all screwed. Like you're screwed. It's over. You didn't prove nothing. You didn't prove in those five games that you was the man. Hollywood Brown did. He did. Gregory Dorch did. So they moved yeah. him out of the way. And then, then they put, they put Rondell in there. One catch for the Rondell. Of, the rest tonight. of you guys are screwed outside. Of, trust me. 
they targeted your boy 16 times a night. Well, get him they, the ball. They, just, we, they just showed you, we gave you your chance, and you did nothing with it. This guy, been gone six weeks, comes in, and we, we threw the ball to him 14, 14, 16 times, and he caught 14 passes or 15 passes. That tells you in itself that this guy is ready to play, and you guys right now, our offense is going through. Our offense is going through D-hops, and, that's, and until they stop that, Everyone else, is, is, they're about to prove themselves, man, in the next couple of weeks. That's right. And you know what else is right? He's not going to win king of the game. But Blankenship, Rodrigo, kudos to you, my friend. Two for two on field goal attempts, including a 50-yarder. Two for three on extra points. He did his job. Had he not made those field goals, this is a tie game at the end of the game. That's those true. field goals mattered a lot in the first half. Keep that guy until Matt Prater's ready. Just makes you sick to your stomach. You had to watch Matt Amendola but um, we can calm down. Calm down with a little Four Peaks. Join us this Wednesday. All of our shows are going to go live from Four Peaks for our monthly last Wednesday at their 8th Street Pub in Tempe. It's fantastic. Also, enjoy a $3 kilt lifter and a Wow Wheat Pints with, uh, when you mention PHNX. We're going to be there hanging out. We're going to do cards there. We're going to do bets there. Coyotes, Suns, all that good stuff. You got to be 21 or older to enjoy the Tasty Four Peaks, but you can bring the family, get a couple apps, enjoy responsibly. We can also talk about OGs. They did something that is totally going to change the game. They just launched their brand new Sleep Gummy Edition. My wife tried it. She loves it. You won't want to sleep on these. They're fantastic. You heard it right. OGs is flavoring dreams with the two-in-one THC-CBN ratio gummy. High-tech science shit. CBN is a compound that helps specifically with falling and staying asleep. And this Sleep Edition gummy is their new Aquaberry flavor. We've tried it. There's no side effects. There's no hangovers. You wake up, you feel refreshed, you feel great, and you can attack your day with OGs. We highly recommend you check it out online, ogbrands.com, on Instagram, at ogbrands. You can also find their products at your local dispensary. You got to be 21 and older to purchase, friends. Hey, look, Luis is talking about the O line. I will say this too: what I did learn about my O line tonight, yeah, is that we're 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 better run we're better run blockers than we are pass blockers. Yes, I, we we need mm. some chipping. We need a little bit of more a uh, little bit of more help on the, on the offense line when it comes to pass blocking. That chipping and having guys you know help help with each other, they need a little bit more of that. But we're talking about running backs that I mean they got they got they was able to get to the second level. They was able they was able to get to the next. They was able to get past the line of scrimmage when they when, while it was running. Um, that to me says that our offensive line is pushing guys in the right direction. That wasn't a slouch of a defensive line over there. Mm-hmm. So you can expect some of the best pressure that they would have saw this year. I mean, again, we're talking about two sacks on our side, but I think I looked at my offensive line, but I look at my running backs. And we got two running backs, man, that totaled that rock now. And they were not hit in the backfield. Sometimes they were, excuse me there, but they weren't hit in the backfield most of the time. They were able to get to get to the line of scrimmage and then make something else happen. Out of their own will. It was like it was. It felt like at times. I say at times. At times, like they guessed to play in Tech Mobile. Like they knew exactly <laughs> yeah. what play it was. Like damn, got him right, right in the backfield. <laughs> but to your point, uh, Frank, I think that what they did, is, what what Cliff did, is a great job of mixing up the formations to get those running lanes for the running back. It's so important. And and, and it you know whether it was a delayed draw or RPOs, like that creates space for those running backs, Correct. guys like. Keontae as well as Eno and Eno just runs hard and we saw that last year when he ran over somebody from the San Francisco 49ers you know for a touchdown so you 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 just just tell that Eno is fighting and respects the game and kudos to him for just making plays every time he's in there he's a tough dude man like you you go to the Pac-12 and lead the conference in rushing and have all those touchdowns and you fall to the seventh round of the draft and you're an afterthought 
and you barely make the team and you're sticking around, sticking around, sticking around. And then your coach Cliff Kingsbury in this offseason says you're an RB1. You're just not in that position yet. Just James, not here. Yeah, that's right. And then James <laughs> Conner goes down and he comes in and helps you win a really a must win game on Thursday night football. You love to see you love yeah, to see huge. local products, whether it's U of A, ASU, get it done for yeah. the Arizona Cardinals. Um, we absolutely love to see it. We also love to see we're gonna jump right into it right now. Our DraftKings king of the game. I think mm. you guys might be able to guess where I'm going with this. It is one DeAndre Hopkins in his return. 12 catches, 103 yards, not even knowing half the plays. You saw him in the red zone kind of asking Kyler, what am I supposed to be doing? And he still dominates. He is still the difference maker on the outside for this Arizona Cardinal team. And gentlemen, the presence of D-Hop, second half of the year, I don't want to overstate it. It's going to be bigger than any trade. The McCaffrey garbage that we're hearing online, tune that out. The D-Hop acquisition coming back from suspension, Frank Sanders, is bigger than any move any team's going to make. It's going to be special. I mean, like, when you watch what D-Hop's bring, he changed the entire attitude. Coaching staff, fan base. Yep. They lose this game without I him. mean, the fan base, we keep the offensive going. Look, we were three for ten on third down. Yeah. But it, it never felt like that. Mm -hmm. I, I'm surprised to know that we were three for ten on third down as much as the chains kept move as much as the chain kept moving. We had seven, we had two to three seventy play yard drives. Yeah. And it mm -hmm. wasn't because we did it on third down. It was because we were effective on the first and second down because we were getting the ball yeah. to our guy, D Hops, and he was making plays. Again, Zach Ertz had a really good game himself. I'm not gonna take anything away from him. Those two want that one two punch combination was really nice. So what what D Hops bring to our offense was absolutely revealed today. And I think you're going to hear the national media talk about how important it is to have your number one receiver. You're going to hear how, how well it is that your number one receiver and how well your quarterback communicates. You can see that, how, how valuable he is to Kyler. And that it says allow, it allows Kyler to go out and do, run the offense where it needs to be ran. Cliff can call him to play like he wants to call plays, but he, 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 he moves the needle when it comes to the Arizona Cardinals. Guys, I think that you could look at this game and feel good about the, pro the progress that they won. Yeah. Right. But at the same time, wasn't perfect. I don't think this model right now is sustainable. You know, you can't. Right. You're not going to get two back to back pick sixes. Like that's not going to happen in the game. That offense. What What I liked the, the fact that they they've done better than they've done in the past. Right. Like we've mm -hmm. right. we've heard about the stories of Thursday night football. I mean, not great football. Not pe people not scoring touchdowns. Yeah. That was over quickly. And the Arizona Cardinals got into the end zone today too. So to me, it was promising. Collectively, I like how they played. The defense has been solid, you mm -hmm. know, the last five weeks, which is which has been great. But the offense is still playing catch up, and I think that they only get better, Johnny, with the implementation of D Hop. Well, I think you hit the nail on the head. The defense has played great this to start the season. We've seen now they can run the football. It's the passing game. That's Cliff Kingsbury's baby. That is a direct correlation with your forty-five million dollar quarterback in Kyler Murray. That's what needs to improve. They have time. They play a Minnesota team in ten days who is not great in their back seven. They're starting Patrick Peterson. We love P2, uh, Patrick Peterson, but he's like 35 years old. Like they, they ought to be able to exploit the secondary for Minnesota. They ought to be able to put some points up, and that'll be a fun game, hopefully, at 10 a.m. kickoff a week from Sunday. You know we'll be covering it. We can get mm -hmm. to some of these comments here. Uh, cool new PHNX Cardinals uh, T-shirts. Absolutely. What up, PHNX? Thanks for a great tailgate. You are most welcome. Thank you for coming out and supporting us. Uh, we appreciate everybody that came out, hung out at the Lola with ourselves and Bird Gang Travel. Had a great time up until kickoff. Mart's in the chat. Almost forgot it was a home game. Good for the fans to finally see one in the yeah, stands. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. We're going to talk about game time app here in a little bit, but you can score tickets on the cheap. 
support your team. I mean, I'm not going to tell you how to spend your money, but it's great to see a stadium packed with not Saints fans, not sure as hell, not Eagle fans like we saw a couple of weeks ago, but Cardinal fans, because that tells Kyler Murray and company, this fan base is going to stick with him. It's a tough start to the year. We got a long way to go. And I think, mm -hmm. gentlemen, that's what we've been preaching all season. The seven games, 10 games are left, and mm -hmm. a lot of those on the surface are winnable, Frank. We talked we talked about that at the halftime. What Two and five would have been ugly. Yeah. Two and four and a win would project. give It would keep you motivated yeah. and, and in, in the mindset that there's still – a lot of a lot of football left, and anything can happen. Yeah, and we can still get to our ultimate goal, which is to get into the playoffs. So that in itself today, man, was absolutely a must a must have win. Yep. for the mental the mental mentality of the team, the mentality of the organization, but the fans. Look, we we've been all last week. It was it was yeah. fire cliff. It was get rid of your head coach. It was this offense sucks. I mean, cross I mean, the board. When was the last time they won at home, Johnny? I mean, uh, they beat the lowly Houston Texans in late October. I was there last year. It had almost it had they lost this game, it had been a full year. So they right. had to win this game. We needed it that bad, man. I think that's the beauty of watching where where what happened tonight. And I mean the fans and everyone else involved us here. Yeah. As much as we talk about it and try to keep it real one hundred percent. Um, the way Saul gets at it, you know, because he's just he's a true, true Cardinal yeah. fan. He's there. Yeah. And he's there, he's there, right? He's he probably he's, in the cheap seats, man. He you doesn't know? care. No, nah, I saw a CT. Nah. I saw his video where he took it from me. He, he, he good. good. He good. He good. Bo Brock's going to join us just as soon as he can. He's chatting with Cliff Kingsbury, chat with Kyler Murray at State Farm Stadium. Uh, we're going to chat with Bo here in a little bit, get to some more of your comments here. Cards, according to Joel, need to trade for Brian Burns. Junk isn't the same without a true edge rusher. I agree with that on the other side. And I think you saw some of the deficiencies with the pass rush tonight. I mean, New Orleans has called the offensive line play. They like to run the ball. Their tackles are good to solid. Cardinals had no sacks and really didn't make Andy Dalton uncomfortable outside of the interceptions. I do think that that's an area where you can improve. Now, they've already made three trades over the past two months. They've added, I don't know, uh, Cody Ford and Trayvon Mullen and most recently Robbie mm -hmm. Anderson. There's only so many picks you can, you can part with, but then you see Damian Anderson, a team in your own division, trading four picks and overpay for Christian McCaffrey. I think the Cardinals need to continue to add. Yeah, I mean, especially for that defensive line, I mean, area. I mean, I, and maybe offensive linemen too. I mean, with the inconsistency there, guys, it, it seems like a rotating door with injuries. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't – no fault of their own, right? I mean, this this is a game where it's contact sports and this happens. But I think that a pass rusher would be ideal, Johnny. We saw in, in some spaces – that, I would say that that's the one thing that I don't like about Vance's offense, that it puts some of those outside linebackers, quote-unquote guys, or defensive ends, mm -hmm. in those positions where they have to play outside linebacker in space, instead yeah. of a That's defensive right. end, right? True. Well, we saw that on that uh, on the touchdown that uh, Maja Sanders gave up when he had to guard the, the tight end who mm -hmm. had two tutties tonight. I mean, just that's uncomfortable for him. And I know that you have to adapt and get better, but how much better if would you be at your job if you have one thing to really focus on? Yeah. And it's just getting after the quarterback. And yeah. I know that it's it's an evolution of the game, but I just we've seen it over the league where coaches have simplified things and just allowed players to play. And I think that don't get me wrong, I'm a huge fan of Vance and what he does, but I just certain situations, as I talked about, teams being able to run the ball and at that tight end position can be problematic for this defense, Johnny. To your point, if they don't add some depth. Well, there. I think you reward Vance. You say, Vance, you're kicking ass and taking names. You're playing young players. Yeah. And Mazi Sanders has got a ways to go, but he's got promise. Rashad Lawrence, great point, Luis, went down. They might need a defensive tackle. 
I, I think yeah. you go to Vance and you say, we're going to go and try to find you some help because this defense is overachieving. Let's reinforce it even more. Because I, I think right now, Frank Sanders, they have the pieces offensively. It's just about meshing them together. 81, Robbie Anderson, and of course, you know, yeah. the return of D-Hop. I think what we saw tonight was that we 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 found a we found a formula that works, and it doesn't have to be four wide receivers That's all right. the time. Great it doesn't point. doesn't have to be four wide receivers, and sometimes we it doesn't can, have to be soft. Right, but we we can stick we can stick Kyle underneath the, underneath the center. We we can run the RPO and and get better at that. Our screen plays didn't look great. We were that still have they were not effective, but we found some things too tight. <laughs> not, <laughs> not, effect. not effective. Not effective. Not a good thing. Saw was in here. <laughs> Look like shit. <laughs> <laughs> we'd, have, we'd have seven F-bombs already. The show already started. You already know. So. But the offense is in a good – it's in a good spot right now, man. I think that, you know, Robbie here, Robbie Anderson, he will find his way in this offense. I, I like said, that. I, said, I like I, him. I said earlier, man, we yeah. those guys who hadn't showed up and didn't didn't take the it didn't take the bull by the horn while your boy D-Hops was out, you're screwed. Without a doubt, yeah. you're screwed because we found a way we found a way to win with a guy we threw the ball 15 – you know, caught 14 passes tonight. That's that's special. It feels like, I mean, Cliff's got a love affair with him, and I like him as a person. It feels like Rondell Moore is screwed. I, I I do think, and to a lesser extent, A.J. Green, who played like one snap, didn't have any targets. But, like, man, every time Greg Dorch is on the field, he makes a play. Hell, we forgot that long kickoff return he had yeah. to set up another yeah. touchdown. It's like, what does this guy have to do to get on the field? We just we need to separate, not us, the fan base, but Cliff, separate draft status with who's a good player and who's limited right now. But that's now. not always his call, Johnny. Well, I, yeah, that, that's, I'm not, that's not always his call. I'm, if I'm Steve Kime and I'm trying to keep my job. Steve's like, like, this is this is the people Steve you need to play. Play, play the best players, please. That you, you, know, you play them when you can, but you don't play them when I'm paying yeah. somebody that. I'm paying somebody yeah. $750,000 mm. somebody making They throw the ball to Greg Dorch, he catches it and makes somebody miss. You're absolutely a player. Goes, Greg Dorch is a player. Look, everyone knows that. You know it. Greg yeah. Dorch is the bomb, man, without a doubt. That's just that we we there's nothing that he can do to mess this up but get on Twitter and start cussing people Guys, out. Guys, but how how about the, only thing. the composure though? Yeah. Of Cliff and DeAndre during that moment where we saw Kyler kind of lose that's his school. That's a good point. cuz you know that's that's his that's his homeboy. That's a good point. You know what I mean? Like that's his homeboy. That's his his guy and he was able to go out there and and call plays. We've got Saul Bookman in the chat who had been going back and forth in a spirited fashion, friendly fashion with our buddy Jose in the chat. Saul, we already told him during our halftime show yeah. that you admitted that you were wrong and that this team showed some life tonight. And yeah. no one cares more than, than Mr. Bookman and wants this team to win. He's just been scarred with a lot about football over the last 25 plus years. So we give Saul his due. He's at the game. He's driving back to the studio now. Um, but I, I agree. It's, it's one of those things where... DeAndre Hopkins, you say you're going to ease him in. He has 16 targets. <laughs> and then everybody None else just kind of follows suit. It's like, None of that. you know, I love schemes. I love quality yeah. schemes. We're not seeing a quality scheme from Cliff Kingsbury right now, so you need to let talent take over. I'm just at the point where it's just get Robbie, get DeAndre out there, get Greg Dorch, and just have Kyler figure it out. DA said something earlier, which was about the fact that was this offense already the offense that he really wanted to run with the health if D-Hop doesn't go through the suspension? And that's the offense we had. So saw much emotion, up. Frank. So it, different sets, man. Movement. Please we say saw that. bootlegs. Please this say stuff, that. stuff that we haven't seen those first six games. We, we did not see. And I've been asking for this conversation, but that's exactly what it is, right? We see a, a, an entire different game plan being called tonight, which focus on it has specific focus. It allowed guys to see what all, what the defense was doing by motioning guys. Yeah, that was beautiful to see. And so, to me, in, in my mind, 
I think this could be a good offense going forward. It also showed that we can run the ball when yeah. we wanted to. We can control the clock. I, I am so grateful what I saw in the fourth quarter, which was the ball control offense. So when we got in the third quarter, excuse me, when we, when we scored again and Eno went down and, pl- and, and punched it in. Yeah. But we didn't we didn't get back to the the foolishness of calling plays a, a dumb screen, a dumb reverse. How about that? We pounded that the ball. draw call to Eno on like third and eight. He got like 15. Yeah. The next play, he punched it in. Ky- Kyler checked out of, out, out, out of something. He said something. He said 9-13. Nine yeah. thirteen. I'm not familiar with what nine thirteen is. That's just he said nine thirteen, nine thirteen, and said hey, and then handed the ball off, turned around and proceeded to hand the ball off. This and, Saints team, and I know they were playing from behind, had 270 yards rushing last week against a good Bengals defense. They had uh, 85 yards tonight. They averaged 3.9 yards per attempt. Alvin Kamara, after that early long run, yet for like 17 yards, did nothing. Had 49 yards. The rest of today. So it's kind of like it's the typical Vance, Ben, but don't break defense, right? It's like we're going to give up pass plays to Andy Dalton. We're going to play prevent defense, which they essentially play prevent defense most of the second half. So I people probably overanalyze this week, myself included, the defensive performance. I think we're going to see the defense rest in 10 days against Minnesota, and I think they're going to play well. Guys, three turnovers <laughs> and 12 points. They played amazing yeah that's correct they played amazing there i mean you yeah sure there were moments but they have when you have those momentum plays those deflated where the team is like damn you know what i mean yeah. i mean when you take a when you steal a possession and get points like that that's basically worth like double points yeah essentially and to do that twice and, and to have you know turnovers i mean we know that the, it increases your percentage of, of winning yeah and Vance has been carrying Cliff up to this point. They should yes. reward. Mm-hmm. They should reward Vance and give him the opportunities, just like yeah. they they gave Cliff and, and and Steve. How about Vance Joseph rewarding Isaiah Simmons with more playing time? And mm. how about number nine getting it done? I he mean, that good. was the thing of beauty. Pawing that interception, yeah. and then it's like at some point, do we need to see Isaiah Simmons play running back? He is so good <laughs> with the ball in his hand. You forget how fast he is. Because he never he don't never downplay gets... Antonio Hamilton either. He well, was out yeah, there getting it. He was it fantastic. Yeah. I will I will say this though. Vance has been speaking about Isaiah openly on on the podium. Yeah, but good stuff. Though. I mean, but it's, and it's, it really yeah. has been good stuff. And I think he's 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 taking his time with what he understands to be a real real talented athlete that could play edge if he needed to. He he could play he could he could play all three levels of, of the defense depending on the scenario and the situation. But he don't want to ruin his confidence, you know, and I think he's, he's been he's, he's been nice with that. And that that's you get the chance to see he's twenty four years him old. Growing. Like we forget, he is so young, <laughs> and and so raw still. Like, oh, he's absolutely I, raw. Yeah, I overassess and analyze because I want him to be you know Patrick Wills tomorrow, and that's not realistic. But man, he is so athletic. You want like no one was catching him on that pick six. He took that out of the air with one hand. I just feel like you just leave him alone, like he's been doing. Not only does the defense benefit, but this team, man, I they feed off of his energy. They do not want to see these journeymen, old, uh, you know, thirty-year-old linebackers out there missing in space. I yeah. just he is gonna. It's so cliche. But it's like just get, let him play. The guys, and get better and better. The guy celebrated so much with him when he scored the touchdown, and the look on his face was like, "Y'all see what I can do." And yet, you treating me like this. And you, you see that little, you see that little, he had a little, he had, smirk. He had a little stink look on his face, a little y'all. Smirk. It wasn't bad, but it was like, like try, y'all, y'all trying me. Y'all trying me, but y'all see what I can do. And I think that that's a, that's a good thing about football because I think he's still, he's still trying to win 
He hasn't lost the guy's faith in what he brings to the table. Well, they probably see him practice. They're they, like, they this guy's him. a they, freak, man. But they you, know it. But I mean, young men, I wouldn't call them kids, but I just young men these days playing this game I think are different where they're so extremely talented that what they miss out when Frank and I were coming up was just that student aspect of the game. And, yeah, yeah some of it's experience, but it's just that disconnect with coaches, te- you know, connecting with players and teaching them ways to just see it and identify it where it's natural rather than when they just break down the playbook. They're like, Z, right, 34, X, Y, ship. And you're like, bro, I don't know what you're, you know, talking about that. But, like, it, to your point, Johnny, when you see Isaiah when he's free and he's just out there being athletic or he's coming up cleaning up a receiver on a, on a hit, you know, you see the power, you see the speed, you see the athleticism, mm-hmm. but at times you also see him get cooked. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not you see him get positioned. cooked. Right. Or, or, or miss tackles. A thing. And that's going to happen. We've seen it happen with Zayvon Collins. True. I think one thing that I, I'd say why you keep fighting for Isaiah, because he's, he, he keeps fighting. Like one thing, it's about his motor. He's always going to hit. He's always going to run to the ball. He has maximum effort, and I think that's why he still stays on the football. And I'm not trying to downplay like Marco Wilson's pick because it was fantastic, as was his hurdle over the end zone. But he got it a tip ball right to him. I mean, Isaiah Simmons took that out of the air with one hand. And you think about the two biggest plays defensively for this team this year. I, I would argue it was this play tonight, and it was the overtime play against the Raiders. Who was who made that play? Isaiah Simmons. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it just you play Puts him enough. Out. But how about Hamilton's red zone pick though? That uh, was fantastic. I mean, but they're about to score. They're getting points. Yeah. You're right. You know what I mean? They're getting points. I mean, people no, right. <laughs> forget those intricacies of the game. Like yeah. every play that they had, two of them, you know, scored twelve points. Mm-hmm. And one took points off the board. Yeah. So that was that That's, that was the game. And he and everybody talked him up in the in training camp, myself included, Bowen, and then he had that horrific accident. I mean, where would they be if he had played all year? I thought you know, Marco Wilson, here's the thing about Marco. He was a fourth-round pick. He is only like 22, 23 years old. He's going to give up plays, and that's okay. He doesn't need to be perfect because when you see him play at his best, he is so freaking talented. He should have been a top draft pick, a top 50 pick. He threw a shoe at Florida. He fell to the fourth round. So we all we just need to be patient. I'm willing to be patient with these young Man, players. I get a win, Johnny. Patient. Yeah, well, well <laughs> because the I, I'm not willing to be patient with people who make – $45 million now. Oh, okay. But the, the young guys who make contextualizing, they're not on their second contract that make no money, that are learning to play the game. I can live with mistakes like I saw in the second half. I can't live with old players who have no future with this franchise playing over young players. <laughs> and I, I have I have problems with a head coach and a quarterback who aren't picking up their slack. Now, they picked it up tonight. But, man, I can't say enough good things mm-hmm. about the defense. Um, Wilson gets penalized now if he cleans out. He's a solid CB2. Absolutely. How many teams have, like, two to three elite corners. It's not realistic in today's game. They're going to be fine. And guess what? This secondary, all under contract next year, they're all going to be back. Jalen Thompson is a beast. That big hit toward the end of the game. Buddha's fantastic. I mean, this team is talented. I think that's the most frustrating part, Frank, is like we know at three and four, they could easily be four and three or five and two. This division, McCaffrey aside, which vomit. I mean, forget that. We'll talk about that later. But... The division is not great. The NFC is terrible, right? It's just, can we stack performances? Can they build off of this? I think they will. And I just, I think the mentality of what they have, I mean, the idea of what you have right now is you have most of your pieces back. Imagine them having Hollywood out there too, Andy Hop. Like, I don't know if this is, I don't know if we're going to run the same offensive Bro, set. Robbie Anderson. But I mean, Robbie, didn't, he didn't he'll play get, much. He'll, but get what, pay, he he'll, he'll pick get, him up. He'll get some rotation. He, he, what, he what, a poor man, uh, D Hop. 
Frank. He, he, he has some, he has some, he yeah. got that ability. He got some wiggle to him. But I will say this too, what I was proud to see, Trey McBride got more playing time. Yeah. He was out there on the they field more. They don't throw him the ball, but he's out there. That's one day. Yeah, one, one day. Zachary's making the money right now. making the money right now. How much Zachary's getting maybe, paid? Maybe, he's getting the damn ball. He's getting the ball. Maybe Trey needs to motherfuck Cliff like Tyler did, and then he'll get the football. That, that might be the secret sauce here. People are just going to start cursing at Cliff Kingsbury. Um, so I hope you didn't have the over for, for Trey McBride's stats on underdog fantasy, but uh, old Hollywood Brown, that was easy money. Uh, you can search in the app store, click on the link in the show notes. Guess what? Sign up with, you guessed it, promo code PHNX. Underdog Fantasy is going to double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code PHNX, PHNX. Get in on the action today. Let's get to more comments. Zachary Brady McCaffrey going to a team who's never been healthy in the last 10 years. I'm not worried. You're preaching to the choir, my man. They have spent so many premium resources on running backs. It's a joke. Nice team building. Not. And they still have Jimmy G at quarterback. We'll get to the Niners. We're going to be in Mexico City taking on the Niners, and we're going to take care of business. We already beat McCaffrey once this year. We can do it again, uh, and we're feeling good. I'm going to take Nuke Hopkins over Christian McCaffrey, says Matthew. Uh, hell yeah. Uh, there's not enough picks in the world to pry Nuke Hop- Hopkins off of this team because I, I think you talk about it. He knows what's at stake next year. He knows his age. He knows the fact that he was suspended. He was hurt. They want to trim his salary if they can. They're looking for guys to bring in to see if they're the next Man. Hopkins or somebody. And then you watch now, it's like, Oh my God! Never let him leave this Guys, facility. He secured the bag today. He did. He, he really did because he showed what this team was. Yep. What, what, what did I say? And people made fun of me pre and post D Hop. Did I not say that? You yes. did. Pre and post D Hop because what his did ability it. to change the game and t- change the coverage makes Cliff feel comfortable, makes makes Kyler feel comfortable. And Hop, I mean, you just see it. He's walking out there with that confidence, that swag, where he knows if the ball's in my vicinity, it's good. Yeah. He's good as gold. And the respect that he has from the opposing defenders, he just helps the team. We saw the success of the running game. On Obviously, the offensive line got is dinged up, so yeah. there's going to be some of those only, what, only two sacks tonight, so it wasn't horribly bad. But the defense taking points off and getting those two pick sixes, it was a great team effort. You know, you move forward cautiously optimistic because they get checks too. But if you look at the landscape of the NFL, there's only, what, 10 teams with winning records right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This shit's hard. It's hard. It's, it's it's very difficult to win in the NFL. The parity is extreme this year. Yeah, and the margin for great football is so small. Great football. It absolutely is. But I think you feel really good about the fact that Cardinals have not played their best football yet. Like Agreed. we're not seeing them throw. Like the Giants, for instance, are limited, and they're throwing haymakers every week, and they're out coaching people, and that's awesome. And then you look at your roster, and it's just like you're playing over your heads. The Cardinals have underachieved to this point, Frank Sanders. Mm -hmm. And you can look at the second half. I don't even care who the opponents are as long as it's not Kansas City and Buffalo, and it's not. Every game is winnable on the schedule. Now, they're going to be favored in many more games this year, you would think, but every game is winnable because of the fact that they have Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins. We had a chance chance last week in Seattle, which was ugly, but we had a chance. We had a chance versus the Eagles, which – we. Gave ourselves, you know, almost down to almost the last last couple of minutes of the ball game. Um, this team has a lot of talent on it, without a doubt. I think the idea is: did you find your rhythm tonight, and did you find a formula that works for you, an identity that can that you can stick with? You hate to be in a position where you're constantly looking for an identity. Yeah. And you hate to be in a position where you got to find out who's the playmakers on your team. Yeah. And defensively, we saw that who are our playmakers. And on offensive, we didn't have that. And I think that's the part when we talk about how important DeAndre Hopkins is to this team. 
He's a solid playmaker too. Your playmaker is your quarterback. Yeah. Defenses have literally figured out how to stop Kyler Murray from getting outside the pocket and running. They get to a wide technique. They bring those two guys in the inside, and one of those guys is either going to they're going to spy and pay attention to Kyler, or they're going to have somebody else, a fast linebacker or a safety, spying attention. I think tonight we saw. Yeah, you said it eloquently earlier that he showed he showed composure in the pocket. He did, even though it looked like he you wanted him to run. But he sat there because he still had time and he was yeah. waiting for those windows. I think that's a bonus for Kyler. I think I always say this before. If he finds out how teams are attacking him, he'll, the game will slow down that much better for him. And I think we kind of saw a little bit of that, that tonight. This team has talent. We got to watch our guys grow. I just hope this was a real, you know, a real punch, punch in the gut in a good way that says you got talent. You can go out and play. Um but you got to go out and do it. No you one's going to win gonna, the games you're no, supposed to. No one's going to yeah. give it to you. You got to do it though. Like that, this, like we could have lost tonight. They, and they went one through the motions kick a lot that goes year. crazy. But one onside kick goes crazy. That's how fast it changes. We was up forty two, what forty two twenty four. Yeah. And it, and it went winning the game forty two thirty nine. That's the difference in the game. We got we got Bo and Michael in the chat. Bo Bo's talking about you know it's a good game, but a lot of work to do. And I think Correct. that's to your point, yeah. Frank. I think we've all seen that, but it feels better. Knowing that D Hop came back, this offense played better. It wasn't like Kyler went out there and threw for three hundred yards, or you you had you know two multiple backs over hundred yards. But those, it was those spark plays and the consistency yep. of when you needed a play, guys made them, and you had that that I, I would say that uh, that emergency mm -hmm. snack. Yeah, you know what I mean that emer emergency guy in, in D Hop, where you could just knew if I needed a first down. I'm going to go with him. I'm going to get to him early. And you saw that on first and second down. Kyler tried to get to him early. So third down would be – you didn't have to manage that. I right? just, you can feel really good in a weird way that Kyler Murray is not playing his best football. No, not, not yet. Even close. Not yet. Not yet. He took two Look sacks him. tonight, and he had ample time to throw. Uh, that, that, to me, if I'm Kyler Murray, I'm like, we got the win. I need to be better. I think I the one he was staying in bounds, though, Johnny. Yeah, I probably. really do. Yeah. yeah. But everybody thinks about that one that you know he oh. held for a long time. I mean, he missed he missed some targets. He was behind on a couple balls. He had a couple balls batted. Like, if I'm Kyler Murray and I know my level of excellence, it's like, okay, we got the pieces now. Our defense is humming. I got to take it up a notch. I got to go into Minnesota and get this victory and outplay Kirk Cousins because I'm a better player than him. I don't care what their record is. And, again, we get the best version of Kyler Murray. We're golden. This team, yeah. I still believe, will rattle off four or five straight victories, and they will be a playoff team. But, I mean, you got you got to have Kyler Murray continue to take these steps forward. Now, he took, you know, a couple steps back last week, and this week, positive game, no turnovers. I thought he could have had more than he than he yeah. had out there, but the touchdowns are going to start coming. They're mm -hmm. going to come in bunches. Scoring is down throughout the NFL, and, you know, just Kyler Murray <clears throat> showed you tonight with that outburst to Cliff Kingsbury. He cares just as much as anybody. He is not aloof. He is very much in tune with what they want to do. Everybody's struggling right now because it doesn't look perfect. We've seen this offense look, you know, the highest of heights last year when they were 10 and 2. They want to get back to that. They're not there yet, but having DeAndre Hopkins back in the fold, that makes a huge difference. And this is something they can build off of. You really can. LTC, you asked a question, and you know, you're talking about what does this win do for Cliff's confidence? I will say, what did Cliff do this week? In order to in order to create the offense that he did to go out and play versus these guys, like he got a, remember they he, told him, remember he he got a, like, a section of the book that say D Hop package, <laughs> D Hop. Oh, okay, where we at? He okay. turned a folder, the whole folder. He went to a whole another section. Okay, he was a whole another binder, Frank. He went to the, the whole another binder, a whole another uh, binder of running play. I said because I, I, you got to go back. You know, one of the questions was they said, hey, uh, you know, they wanted reporters to ask him, 
will you turn over the offense to somebody else or are you asking for help? He's like, shit, I don't what do you He's want like, me to say? I, mean, I don't know. He said, like, I'll do whatever it takes for us to win. And I think when you talk about what does this do for Cliff, I don't know what it was. I mean, I don't I don't know what it will do in regards to because this this offense did not look like his his past offense that we've we've seen in the last five weeks. This offense looked entirely different. The package looked different. And we've been, you know, we've been talking about that because you saw stuff that was different. D hops moved around more. He was on the right side of the football field. How many times you've heard me on the program argue he's sitting on the left side and, you know, 90% of the time during a football game. That's stupid for your number one receiver to be able to do that. They moved him around. They put him in motion. We didn't see much of that little that little roundabout motion play yeah. much tonight. We we cut it's that out mostly north and south. Tonight. You know all the things that you guys we've been we've been arguing for and asking to see. We saw a lot of that, and I think that the win will will boost his confidence and yep. say that you don't. Sometimes in the NFL, you can't win the way you want you want in college. It's not just your best player versus their best player. Yeah, they got nine great players, and you got nine great players. You got to move guys around. You got to be trickery a little bit. You got to put guys in position. You got to open up lanes for for our running backs. You got to slide their better defensive end and their best defensive lineman out of the way. You got to fool the linebacker sometimes. He, we talked about number twenty tonight, and it was just flat out. He a good player. There was yeah. nothing that you know you could take away from him. And, he's, and Peter he's King a good before the season picked the Saints to win the NFC. I mean, like they have talent, and they were missing they a bunch of good yeah. players. But, I mean, Adam in the chat, don't hit me with the rationale about how much we can improve. Let me be ignorantly bliss in the first <laughs> win at home in over a year. You, you, and me you both, got it, man. brother. I'm with you. <laughs> you take this victory and what? It's Thursday night football. It's a short re- you got week. Ten day, but you got 10 days to suck That's on right. it, though. That's right. You just soak. Tell you what, their head coach in the locker room talking about right now. If I had 11 Taysom Hills right now, I'd be out there. <laughs> we, we'd win that we game win. <laughs> with the heart that he showed. <laughs> <laughs> Give me 11 of them. Uh, Roki 45, does Cliff have any place for the tight end? I do think he needs Man. to be a little bit more creative for, good, good cook. Good, for good uh, good old Tram McBride. And I think it's coming. Um, nine great players and A.J. Green, let's go, according to Zachary Brady. I think that <laughs> could this be the beginning of the end for A.J. Green? Uh, it, it certainly felt like he wasn't getting on the field. Robbie Anderson's going to play that other outside receiver role to D-hop. Greg Dortch has got to play. You know Cliff loves Rondell Moore. So I, it's unfortunate for A.J. Green. I think he's going to be there as depth. I don't see them cutting him. I know people are asking. Like, I would ask for it if I was A.J., though. I said, would y'all cut me? Really? I would. Why? I think and, I, and, and I, I, I'll say that I think he's earned his opportunity to be where he's at. He's just be hanging. But, but no, I don't want to be hanging because I understand that when I got here, it was me. But I mean, but it, was, but it was a situation where I'm not sure he they, did pick up. they upgraded the position. I, I think he will. They upgraded the position. You know that your role, and we're just trying yeah. to to but, play guys and compete. But, but we're showing you that. I showed you tonight. We showed our commitment to you by your salary. You, you did, but I, but Dude, this, this, this year's salary is not good. I got like I got like a dumb. I signed some kind of. He signed some kind of like dumb two two million dollar deal. That's not money for him. No, that's what well, I mean. I know, but what He's I would do. He's gonna retire after this year. This would be a I, 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 I'd be surprised. This is what I would say. If I, if I made you, I say y'all let me go. And the reason why I'm saying let me go is because you've already proved to me that the ball is going primarily to these two guys. And then when this when this young kid, if you put Gregory Dorch, you're taking balls away from me. And if also Rodney, Robbie Anderson figures it out, I'm definitely I'm I'm just sitting on the sideline. I want to go somewhere and play. You want to compete? The, the league got a bunch of hurt receivers now, and he could be a good pickup for someplace else. And he, he don't have to be like sitting here. Like seven passes against the Raiders. <laughs> I don't want to see AJ Green again unless it's like hanging out of practice or in a post game show. Producer Emma's looking at me like I got six heads. What's up? I have a question for you. What's up? Who do you think is going to leave first, AJ Green or Cliff? 
Damn. Well, Cliff's not getting fired now. AJ. No, it's, it's not. It's not fired. It's like, who do you think would leave first? Well, fired, asked to leave, whatever. And I, yeah. listen, that's a good segue, producer Emma, into the conversation we need to have. It's Cliff's job security. I was fully prepared to come on the show tonight, ladies and gentlemen, two and five, and and start the transition of if not if but when with Cliff Kingsbury's job security. He's safe for now. I mean, he, I mean, he, he won on Thursday night football. He is safe. We're, you know, we we could put the Sean Payton talk aside for now, but I, I think Cliff Kingsbury has lived to fight another day. But are there fractures in the foundation with that outburst by Kyle? Oh, absolutely, there is. That you no. can't, you can't no. have that. No, no. So you have. So when we, and I know I had I to go back. No. Like when, we played, when we right played, <laughs> when we played, when we played, Frank was no. Jake talking. To the to the quarterback coach, like yeah, that. yeah. He, every now and then he cuss. Yeah, every now and then Jake would get. Which, so that's normal. That's that's normal. I, I, I think it's normal. We see we see them go back and forth, and I think that I mean like you, you, we're, it's, a, we're, it's moments. It's okay hey, to have all bursts. We're, I get we're that. all in the heat of the moment trying to that. win, and so I think the idea is that as long as it's not disrespectful. And he was like, he need, and, and that, that term. Play that the term. Tape. Emma, can we see the tape <laughs> one more time? This looks like a really cordial he went interaction. In. He oh, went in. Holy shit. Keep that on a loop. Let me just keep. I'm, I'm into that, man. But we don't but we don't know what Cliff was serving him up in his earpiece. Some fucking bullshit screen. He's call, like, I probably. told you she don't like you, bro. <laughs> 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 Why the hell you got those pants on? How'd you get how'd you get crop Nike pants, bro? <laughs> how? These two guys looked at me and they go, uh, Cliff's got, what'd you say? Cropped pants? Tapered. Tapered, tapered pants. Yeah, tapered, tapered and I said, of course ankles. he does. He's got a yeah. tapered offense. It's a perfect it. encapsulation of what this team does offensively. I, I think it. that this this is what has to happen. Um, they have to walk into the media and say, it's a heated moment and we all, we're trying to win a football game. Yeah, for sure. It, 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 it might, the options might not look great, but I love Cliff and I'm trying to win a football game. He loves me. Yeah. And we've done this before in the, at the practice facility. It's nothing new. I, I'm I'm asking for the best of him, and he's asking for the best of yeah. me. Zachary and I think Chad. that's okay. Kyler is selling him to pack his shit in a U-Haul. Uh, <laughs> he's got that. people to pack for him now. He's he's a made man. Yeah. He, he can t- he take a couple years off and get U-Hauls to pack good. for him. Hey, look, Cliff won tonight, and it, this is the biggest. Did he deal. know? But watch, but watch. He won at home, which was definitely needed. A, a, needed. Needed. It what? was needed. One more time. It was needed. Needed. He needed to have that. He went on primetime television with the needed. world watching him. He did. Another needed moment. He he met. After he met I the, signed in and logged in, I was able to watch. The bar, the bar is low. The bar is low. No, the bar is high because no, no, everyone no, no, no. got. Oh, wait a second. The bar is low. I agree with the John. The bar is low. <laughs> yeah. National media. They've written Cliff off. They think he's a, a buffoon, a fraud. And so he just comes out tonight, lunch pill mentality, gets the dub. Doesn't make any egregious play calls where people are like, what are you doing? Clock management. I That's mean, important. That is. That's baby steps, steps and his <laughs> offense put up 28 points. The defense put up 14, but the offense scored 28 points and he looked competent. And that's the barometer right now, as much as people don't want to hear about it. And so the puke point for us is, can he build off of this? Can we not go backwards? So I I, I think it was a, a very good night for Cliff Kingsbury. He yeah. had his team ready to play. That, look, you, you got to ask, you got to have that when you watch the guys come out and play and score in the first quarter. 
I mean, those are the things that and you watch. And they were down 7-0 early, and they battled back. <laughs> you got a field goal, guys. Let's. I mean, but at the end of the day. Well, they didn't quit. They, they could have easily no, quit yeah, after yeah, going down 7-0. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I, and it's unfortunate because that is, it's Cliff's team, right? It's not Vance versus VJ, nah. but we've seen, but we've seen when one gets rewarded or a D, or a G, general manager gets rewarded mm-hmm. and not not the defensive, you know, coordinator. coordinator. Yeah, you're like, oh, okay, but you're through. What? So, you know, we, so we're gonna do that? That's three how, and four, that, you know, three and four and seven games, and the defense has carried you and really won this game. So I mean, I would just look for them to make a good faith investment to Vance, to Vance to get him here because think about it, this offense is still unperformed. It has. It really hasn't. Even today, Kyler had a little bit over 200 yards. But they, it, ran, they ran the ball effectively. Okay. That was, that was good to see. And they didn't have egregious turnovers. Are we penalties. okay with that, guys? Are we okay with $45 million, 200, no. 200 yards? No. And I think you contextualize it. You look at the big picture at the end of the season. And if you make a decision based on the record and Kyler Murray's play that they're not improving, then you move off of them. But right now... They went to Seattle Fair. last week and could not score a touchdown. They could barely cross midfield. This week at home, they put up 28 points. They have a real kicker now. It's baby steps. But at the end of the day, it's like you, you got to build off of that. A win in the NFL, man, is, it is huge. <clears throat> it it changes the narrative of your next five to seven days. In this case, 10 days. And it your mind. It. And your mind. Your mind Your mind is different. The locker room is different. The attitude is different. It bit. doesn't mean that you, you can't go back to focus on the task. They will, they'll, re, they'll, they'll go back and look at the stuff and, and talk about the things that really matter. We talked about, again, we were three, three for 10 on third down. We got to fix that, right? We didn't score every time we was in the red zone. We came up with a kicker. We saw that we had a kicker. There were so many little confidence Confident I mean, nuggets. We talked about we didn't get to the quarterback. Well, I can say that at the end of the game, we blitzed a little bit and put ourselves in a position trying to get pressure, and it just did not work. I'm going to tell you right now, the Niners play the Chiefs this weekend. They're not beating the Chiefs. Andy Reid's not losing two games. The Niners are going to be 3-4. Three and four. The Rams are off this week. They're in shambles. They have no tackles. They're 3-3. Three and three. The Seahawks, who we all think are frauds, and with D-Hop, this team beats the Seattle Seahawks. They play the Chargers. They're, uh, newsflash, they're, they're going to lose to the Chargers. Cardinals are going to be a half game out of the NFC West come Sunday afternoon. So however you feel about this team, whether you love Cliff or you hate him or you feel like the roster is not great, I mean, like, you could be the Washington football team and your season could be over. You could be the Carolina Panthers and your season could be over. You're selling McCaffrey for spare parts and draft picks. (laughs) Or you mean the Arizona Cardinals in a bad NFC, a half game out of first place. Like, let's, let's just be real for a second. It's not a perfect team. They need to improve, but I think we all can agree that they have the pieces to get there. It's not like there's just not enough talent. I think the silver lining is you said a little bit earlier, Johnny. They're not. They haven't played that well, and they're still in it. Yeah. Right. Yep. I mean, in terms of the division, just in terms of the playoff picture, in ter- in terms of their season, they're still in it, and that offense is yet to see that the investment that they made because with those with that investment financially to Kyler, you know, as you said, D Hop and in his hit, the draft picks, Hollywood Brown, Robbie Anderson, Zach Ertz, just the, the a plethora of talent. We see guys making plays, but we just need to see it sustained in drives and points. And I think today was a step in the right direction for Cliff and company. Yeah, you love to see that when we love to see our friend and co host Bo Brock live from State Farm Stadium as he's getting set up. He just got done Chatting with Cliff Kingsbury and Mr. DeAndre Hopkins, our DraftKings King of the Gang. Bo, can you hear me? All right. Can he? Maybe? Bo, can you hear us? Bo, can you hear us? 
again, man, I just talked to DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, had some very enlightening things to say about the. Uh-oh. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, I can hear you guys. What was the mood like from Cliff Kingsbury? Sigh of relief or somebody who's playing right now? He's gone. And Bo Brock is gone. Perfect time to transition. I, I couldn't wait to ask him how that champagne bath and then he was having. Oh, man. They probably was having. They won. Think At so? home. Had to be a champagne shower. We got to. Zachary, we're going to ask Bo Brock. Did, did, did they talk about the Cliff Kyler incident? Because uh, I have not seen a quote on it. There's Bo Brock. There he is. Under the bright lights of State Fox Stadium. We're gonna get this, guys. Don't don't you worry. Bo's a professional. Bo Brock, if you can hear me, which I think you can, uh, Cliff I versus can. Kyler was all the rage on social media. Did Kyler or Cliff acknowledge that at the press conference? What was the rationale? Yeah, everybody acknowledged that uh, little back and forth. More Kyler Murray kind of telling him to calm down. I think it was one of the situation that they explained is Kyler Murray says that Cliff Kingsbury gets animated when things aren't going the way that he wanted him to go. And Kyler Murray was just telling him, hey, man, you're on TV. You need to calm down. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins described it, guys, as a marriage. He said he's not married, but, you know, I imagine that's what a, a marriage is like. You know, the back and forth and the two people that want the same thing, success, uh, and they, they're just, you know, they're spirited about it. And uh, that's pretty much what it is. It's a working relationship. The guys were fired up about it. They want to get this dub, and they ended up, pulling it out so it was just uh it was just one of those tense moments that was caught on camera but at the end of the day you know it's something that they've worked fast already it's not even a thing it's not even a thing okay it's not a thing until it becomes a thing well let's talk about the other side of the ball quickly Bo. so two pick sixes to end the first half fantastic marco wilson isaiah simmons would you at all be concerned did they downplay the significance of essentially playing prevent defense the whole second half the defense basically took the fourth quarter off right yeah, no, it's, it, I mean, Tyler said this game just dragged on forever and never ended. And, uh, you know, as far as what the, the defense was able to accomplish, this is something that Vance Joseph told us was the next step for the defense was game-changing plays, and they did it. You know, Antonio Hamilton started it with that emotional pick of Andy Dalton in the end zone, saved him from six, and also saved him from three. A field goal was coming after that. And then you had the back-to-back six, pick sixes from your athletic freaks and Marco Wilson and, and Isaiah Simmons. That's what Vance Joseph said. You didn't see any sacks today of Andy Dalton, but you saw three big game-changing picks. That's what this defense wants. That's what it's predicated on, and it was in full effect today. You know, we talk about the importance of establishing a running game. You know Benjamin, Keontae Ingram. I thought the play calling bow from Cliff Kingsbury was better than we've seen in weeks past. But, uh, you know, the big, you know, exclamation point, is the return of DeAndre Hopkins and the ability to move the ball specifically on third down. How, what was your assessment of Cliff tonight, and how much has he improved based on even last week against the Seahawks? I mean, it, it helps. What I mean, DeAndre Hopkins, Hopkins helps out. We talked about it, the pre-snap thing. He even said in his post-game press conference that he thinks that Kyler Murray uh, can read the defense a little bit better before the game. I mean, before the play, and, and that helped out. And DeAndre Hopkins obviously putting up some numbers. His first 100-yard receiving game since December 20th of 2021 against the Eagles. And then you got uh, you got yourself a good run game today. I mean, you know, Benjamin, which is 10 carries for 90-plus yards. And then you had uh, the Keontae Ingram running wild, too. <laughs> Kyler Murray put up a couple yards himself. There's the Cardinals run game. It's looking solid. So, Bo, do you walk away from this game, like, 
feeling confident moving forward or do you put it in context or is it a game that they should have won they did win let's move on not much to learn here no i think it was like a survive and advance game it was it was a it was a it's a confidence builder no doubt no doubt about it but you know that the other team on the other sideline wasn't the full strength they didn't play their best game but they had some big plays it's like frank Frank, it's like a golf game, right? You hit enough good shots to keep you coming back, right? You build confidence. Uh, but by no means, I don't think anybody's saying, hey, this is the Cardinals brand of football that we want. Cliff Kingsbury said that offensively, there are a lot, you know, too many issues as far as uh, third down. They weren't great on third down. And also as far as uh, some timeouts that they had to burn in the red zone. You know, he wants to be better. And he thought there were a couple of plays that were left out there. And they definitely want to start to clean things up incorporate Robbie Anderson more. Uh, but I think they like what they saw from a couple key parts there too, seeing the switch at the starting center spot with Billy Price. And they saw Cody Ford kind of get thrust into playing time. And uh, he, he seemed to work out pretty well for him at the guard position. Bo, you've walked into the last couple of weeks in some, some very dim and grim locker room, very solace, guys pointing fingers. And then there's guys like, hey, don't, don't, don't blame my kicker. Uh, how was the locker room atmosphere today when you went in today? Oh, man, completely different. You know, this is a team that uh, they were feeling the dub that they just got. We talked to Marco Wilson, Isaiah Simmons. All they wanted to do was, was talk about these plays. But I will say this. We talked to a guy, DeAndre Hopkins, after we went into the locker room, and he said, you know, Marco Wilson is great. He made a great play on the pick six. But he also gave up a touchdown. And he's trying to keep these guys focused that, yeah, you can take the good, but also focus on where you can improve as a player. And it's important that one of their, the biggest leader probably in that locker room is making sure that they, they have a, a right mindset that they made some plays, made enough to win, but they can get better. Both sticking with that defense, how important, you talked about that either 15 to 18 point swing, right? With the interception in the red zone and the two pick sixes uh, for, for touchdown and 12 points there. How important, or was it even discussed, like the defense is still leading leading this team? Or, you know, with a little bit of offensive production that they had tonight, or is it still Vance is, is you know, the, the foundation or the savior right now? You'd like to see it swing the other way, right? Because the defense has done their job for the last couple of weeks and, and it not take, you know, a step back, obviously, but for the offense to take and play that complimentary football that we've been looking for for so long, and, uh, yeah, you want that offense to kind of take on their, their side of the, the deal here. I don't think that it's anything as far as, you know, the, the defense is like, okay, we've done our – and we're going to, you know, ease off now. I mean, I think that they just kind of were beat by a couple of big plays. But, right. no, I mean, it, it, they want this offense to start performing, and, and they got a little taste of it, and they're, they're really starting now to think about, okay, in 10 days from now, can they knock off some more rust, and can they be even more – uh, offensively going in the right direction. It's Bo Brock live from State Farm Stadium. He's going to hang out with us, but I want to remind everybody, Game Time app, I know people who got their tickets today and saved a premium on seats. Enjoying it. The GM saw Bookman just walked in. He got a song of a seat for from Game Time. Save up to 60% on tickets when you buy it last minute. It's great for you procrastinators out there. It's the best way to support us is by grabbing the link in the show notes and supporting your Arizona Cardinals, grabbing that link through game time. I also want to talk to you about, hey, it's our beverage tonight. We're being responsible. We're dabbling with our friends from Liquid Death. It's not beer. It's actually spring mountain water from the Alps, and it is called Liquid Death. I've been a thirsty boy all night. I've, had to, I've had to dabble, right? It's been fantastic. We got it on tap. 
Four Peaks and Liquid Death. I go back and forth. Uh, why is it called Liquid Death? Well, because it will brutally murder your thirst. And they're infinitely recyclable. Tallboy cans are helping to bring death to plastic bottles, which is always great to see. Love the environment. Uh, they also donate 10% of their profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. Get free info on shipping water and merch at liquiddeath.com slash phnx. That's liquiddeath.com slash phnx. Or find Liquid Death at your local Target Fries Sprouts. Uh, find out more at gophnx.com. I also want to remind everybody, Howard Balzer's cranking out a doozy of an article that you can only find at gophnx. Promo code smash it. Howard, become a member, just under 60 bucks. Cop a t-shirt for free from the PHNX Merchandise Soccer. We got a bunch of Suns gear on sale right now as tip-off kicked off yesterday. And we got a couple Cardinal shirts that you should dabble. Hollywood Hills sign on Camelback is one of my favorites. I just ordered it today, as well as the celebratory touchdown t-shirt. You can get these right now at the PHNX Merchandise Locker. All right, gentlemen, get your final thoughts and takes from a game that wasn't perfect, but at the same time, something for the Cardinals to build upon. Damien, I'll start with you. It was definitely needed. It was great to have D-Hop back, and I'm excited about how that defensive play, that defense of secondary played. Isaiah Simmons, Marco Wilson, we talk about the swing in points. It was needed, a collective effort, everything that you wanted to see. Great win. Whew. <laughs> Man, we needed the win. We needed that win. We needed that win. We needed that win. Like, it's just everything about it. What do we need? That win. It's a okay. big difference between three and four and two and five. I mean, it's, it's a big difference. But the idea is that, you know, we were on the cuff span of losing this, losing literally the, 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 season. the season. Yeah. And the fan base and the mentality of the national media and all of those things. And the win was exuberant in so many so many on so many levels at home on national media on a, on, yeah. a, on a turnaround Thursday you're coaching your, and your and your and your quarterback arguing in prime time and yeah. yet you still walk away with the dub defense showed up to play Isaiah Simmons name after name after name big hits finishing the ball game and the fans yeah. you got what you asked for man you asked for a different offense you got it I like the all you black asked for, units you asked for, too the yeah. offense looked great you know, having D hops in itself the pre and post version of it was absolutely fabulous, and I, I can't say enough about it because when you lost enough, a win is like it's like liquid death, man. It quenches your thirst. He's got a squirrely Ooh. grin. He's behind the camera. The GM Saul Bookman just stepped ready. into the studio, ready, ready, to ready. Oh, ready. <laughs> ready. Let's hear it. Jose's probably rolling his eyes right now. Like this <laughs> motherfucker sold us out before the game. <laughs> He's not a real fan. Uh, I, all I'm going to say is I didn't know what to expect tonight. I was hoping for the best. I was expecting the worst. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the only thing I will say about this game is you're fucking welcome, America. Because we saved Thursday night some football. Some points, some real points. I think we scored right more on. points in one game than Thursday night football combined all season. Yeah. yeah. So you're welcome. We, and also, we can't help the fact that we got to watch the Broncos again. Sorry. Oh, we Jesus. Can't do that. I know, right? Good Lord. <laughs> Bo Brock, your final takeaway from tonight's game. Got to get better in the red zone still. Got to get better on third down. But overall, you know, the offense moved the ball. Defense, they created those turnovers. It's it's the brand of football they wanted to play. They're on the way. Yeah, I, I agree with Bo. And I, I, 10, 10 days from now in Minneapolis. Absolutely. It's a winnable game. Every game is winnable the rest of the year. They don't play the Bills. They don't play the Chiefs. And you can take solace for so long. This team was overly dependent on K1 Kyler Murray. 
Now they can win in different ways. They're a defensive team until further notice, but they can run the ball tonight with Eno Benjamin and Keontae Ingram. James Conner is likely returning in 10 days. Let Kyler play catch up. Now that he has DeAndre Hopkins and company. You should catch up with us every day. PHNX underscore Cardinals. Subscribe, like the podcast, leave us a five-star review. Saul Bookman, what's up? Uh, you got to watch this show because if you don't watch the show, then you can't sit next to us at the Cardinals game, which two lucky fans got to do tonight. So mm, watch nice. watch the PHNX Cardinals show because basically we're giving away free tickets every week from this this point on for the rest of the right. season. Wow. We can't travel right. you to Minnesota, but you can come hang out with us here at State Absolutely. Farm. Absolutely. That's, that's pretty unbelievable. You want free tickets? Hey, hey, I, saw, I saw our, our ticket winner. Yeah. Yeah, I saw our ticket winners were on the big screen too. Oh man! See, oh, nice. oh wow! You're nice. affiliated with PHNX Cardinals. You're a made man or woman. It's uh, it's a great place to be. Thank you for everybody who came out, supported us at the yeah, Lola with Bird we, Game. We also had a a, a PHNX shirt uh, behind the Thursday night football set. Oh damn! See, I didn't even see that. I've tried to end the show like four oh. times, and there's there's just more goodness to talk about. So we'll be back soon. We're gonna prep for the Minnesota Vikings, but it's it's a it's a winning Friday tomorrow. So enjoy this dub. For Frank Sanders, Damon Anderson, Saul Bookman, Bo Brock, live from State Farm Stadium, I'm Johnny Venerable. Congrats. Cardinals win. We'll see you next time.